All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this April 3rd, Saturday, 2021. I hope everybody is doing all right. I hope everybody is having a great day so far or morning, afternoon. Whether this podcast is meeting you or whatever you're listening to this podcast or whatever time you're being uh, out. Or catching this podcast. Excuse me as I fumble over my words, guys. So, the first thing I want to say, and I want to know what you, you guys think about this. I'm thinking about changing relationship stuff one-on-one to the purple pill perspective. Now, why would I change it to the purple pill perspective? Um, there's a lot of things going on nowadays with the red pill community and you have the blue pill community and the red pill the blue pill sense and the blue pill thinks the red pill is just a little bit extreme when it comes to bashing feminists and different things of that nature but we all know that if you sat down and you got a piece of paper and you merge red and blue you get purple that's where the thought process of relationship stuff 101 comes from the whole perspective of relationship 101 is like a purple pill because we come from the blue pill side and we come from the red pill side. So we just, in terms, hand you one pill to take to get a, two different perspectives and understand, understand the things from both perspectives. We welcome we welcome the feminist thought process and we welcome the masculine thought process. We're not here to put one against the other or say one is greater than the other or one is uh, impotent and the other is not. That's not what we're here to do. So that's why I'm thinking about just changing it to the purple pill perspective, just to fit with the times. Let me know what you ladies and gentlemen think about that as you listen today. If you think that's a good way to go, put that in the comment section. Or if you follow follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, um, Reddit, wherever you're following that, put it in the comment section. Hey, that's a good idea. I think that'll bring in a lot more people. I think that'll bring in a lot more um, comments, uh, excuse me, a lot more comments and have a lot more people interact or interject into different podcasts as it did when it was a relationship stuff on once. Let me know what you guys think about that. So quickly as we we try along, what is this podcast about today? Today's podcast is about, I, did, I skipped last Saturday because I was still wanting to do a little bit more digging and a little bit, get a little bit more information about uh, today's podcast. That's the reason why I came up with the red pill, the blue pill thing, because when you go do the research, there's so much red pill uh, when you, that comes up about it, and then you get the blue pill that comes up about it, and it's almost like, where, where are you going to uh, go when you start speaking about this and how you're going to go about speaking about this without trying to offend so many people without trying to have so many people look at you in another way not worrying about i don't worry about how people look at me let me first put that out here but i do i do care about how you guys understand what i'm trying to say that's the reason that's what i'm trying to get at so either you're on the red team or you're on the blue team i'm trying to bring you to the purple team to help you understand this is how we see it. So, look at it like this, right? Can women raise boys to be men? 
That's a legendary question. It's a question that a lot of people have asked time and time again. A lot of people have talked about. Can they raise boys to be men? I come from a single, I come from a single parent household. My mother raised us as well as best as she can, being a single mother, working as hard as she can, sometimes working two jobs to make sure that she put food on the table, to make sure that we have a roof over our head, and to make sure that we was fed correctly. And we went to school when we were supposed to, we went to the doctor when we were supposed to. But fortunately for me, I did have a strong male figure. I had my grandfather. Me and my grandfather had a relationship really, really close. We had a tight relationship. So my mannerism and my masculinity, if you want to put it like that, and things that I learned and things that I saw him do is why I am what I am today. So that lets you know, regardless of how strong the woman works, regardless of how determined or how focused she is, even if she puts in a lot of work to get you with you where you're supposed to be, to make you a successful man, to do things and to, to uh, push herself forward, you still need a male to look at, to say, that's what I'm supposed to be. That's what I'm supposed to do. I don't want nobody to be offended. I want to have a few ladies understand it like this. I like to give analogies, right? Think about it like this, right? You walk into a wrestling ring. There's a whole bunch of wrestlers in there. There's a whole bunch of crowd reactions in there. There's a whole bunch of energy. A little boy walking in there with his mom, he won't feel as powerful as if he walked in there with his dad. It's just a different feel. Same thing with a baseball game. If he's walking in there with his dad and he sees a lot of a lot of men on the field, not a softball game, women do play baseball too. But if he's walking in on a baseball game and he's there with his mom, he will feel a little bit less encouraged to be excited than he would if he was with his dad. Now, I'm not saying that a lot of boys who are, you know, really close to their moms wouldn't be excited. But it would be a different feel. It would be like man time. Or, you know, they're having a connection. There's men on the field. There's men announcing the game. I'm here with a man. My dad is giving me different perspectives. He's seeing things how I see it. He's feeling things how I see it. The testosterone levels are connected. We're both going, yeah, in the crowd, yeah. You know, that's just a different feel when there's a guy there compared to when there's a female there. Because... A lot of women, let's be serious. A lot of women love baseball, but a lot of them don't. So there's not going to be as much energy. Even if it is a woman there with her son, you understand, doing the same thing. Yes, yes. You know, it's just not going to feel the same if it was a man. That's not going to be a female. That's the reason why I brought up the red pill, blue pill perspective first. Because I'm not here to talk against women. I'm just looking at it from how I analyzed it over the last two weeks. To say that it's not about the fact that you're raising your son. It's about the psychology. And that's what I am. I'm a psychologist. For those that don't know, I have a bachelor's degree in behavioral analysis. I studied the early childhood education. That was my focus. So when you have the little boy raising up to be a man, you understand? He's more accepted at the end of his graduation. He would more accept his diploma from his father than he would be his mother. A lot of mothers will be offended by, oh, I can't do a missed diploma. He can get a diploma from me too. 
Yeah, exactly. And you see what I just did there? Did there? He can get a diploma from Me Too. See how I just, I'm not knocking on Me Too. I just put that in there so y'all can, so people. I just put that in there so that people would understand what I'm trying to connect the podcast to, as in saying Me Too, as in the feminist movement um, that goes against the different things that are masculine. So I just put that in there to not attack Me Too, but to attach the understanding of what I'm trying to say. Once again, psychologically, do I think that women can raise boys to be men? From a psychological level, it's been proven or it's been said that they can't. Now, a lot of women will argue against that because they will say, if I learn or I educate myself in the ways of the man, in the ways of the masculine uh, mindset, if I raise myself in the ways of the masculine perspective or how people see things, all things that are masculine, would that make me would that make me capable of being able to raise her raise a boy to be a man would that make me capable of being able to do that yes it would make you capable of being able to have him present himself as a man because you studied everything that's masculine that's the reason why i used to say back in the day that i believe women can raise boys to be men you just can't try to interject or inject too much of a feminine perspective into a boy or into what a boy would become to be a man. Let's give an example. I could give an example like when you go into a restaurant and the waiter forgets your order and then you come at the waiter in a way in which is disrespectful and belittling the waiter. That's not something that a man would usually do compared to what a woman would do in that situation. A man would usually come at the waiter in a manner of telling him how to correct the order properly when in most cases most women would belittle the waiter and talk down on the waiter before then probably being professional and telling him how to correct the order. That's what I'm saying. In his in his workplace, and tell him how he how they feel about him forgetting his order. Now you've seen men do this, but usually, if a man has an issue, it's not going to be addressed with putting down the person or talking down to the person, screaming at them, or hollering at them, telling them what's actually wrong. A man would usually pull the person over and say, excuse me, I just want to address something with you real quick. My order is not the way I expected it to be or it didn't come out the way I ordered it. So is there a possible way for you to go back there and change my order to what it was supposed to be? Now, a lot of women listening to this like, no, forget that. I could do that. That's possible. There's a possibility of me doing that too. You're right. But if you look at statistically, because we have the word Karen flying around all over the place. If you look at it from a statistical standpoint, it's said that women usually get emotional. They scream at the person or they address the person in a way 
in which they have become the personal boss. Can you go back there and change my order, please? This is not correct. I will have to speak to the manager if this is not correct. I come to this place a lot. It's just more aggression. There's more anger in the reason of why the, uh, it's not correct. There's more anger inside of it. There's more anger inside of why it's not correct. So going back there and changing the order and asking the person correctly, this is even two women, to not try to talk down to the person or bash the person or make the person feel bad because most of the time it's not the bellhop's fault that your order is incorrect. It might be the cook. It might be the the, uh, the, the other, another waitress who took the order in all actuality. But sometimes when some people see red, they just go off on the first person they see. They don't think that, hey, let me talk to the right person. I'm going too far into the uh, restaurant um, metaphor, so I want to back up or back off. But, you know, when you look at it and you, and you check it out and you think about my basketball, my baseball analogy, think about a basketball game with a son and his father. Think about a son walking around with his father and seeing him and seeing things like him at a certain at a certain age boys recognize that their mothers are women they do recognize that and they go out somewhere and they find a male figure either it's in a gang or either it's a teacher either it's a, 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 a basketball coach or somebody they go out and try to copy some man's some man's mannerism but they still may have the psychological makeup of a woman. Now, as I'm coming to a close here on this podcast, this podcast is, is short, I understand. But I did the last three podcasts I want you ladies and gentlemen to go check out. I did those podcasts to attach them to this podcast, which is the toxic femininity, toxic masculinity, and the generational curses. I did those to attach them to this podcast so all the information and those all add up to meeting up with this one too so excuse me go back and check those out if you're new to the podcast share the podcast i'm trying to get this podcast to at least a hundred monthly listeners and a thousand monthly listeners by the end of the year so once again ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to the relationship stuff one-on-one podcast here on this april 3rd 2021 and i'm gonna catch y'all in the next one peace Thank you.